Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and for business owners who want to know, hey, what works with social media? Very excited about today's show. Today, I'm going to be joined by Sue B. Zimmerman, and we're going to explore Instagram. We're going to talk about why you might want to consider it for your business and what you need to know. I've also got a discovery that I would like to introduce to you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. After introducing a vegetarian diet to piranhas, look what Michael Stelzner discovered. Today's discovery is called tagboard.com. T-A-G-B-O-A-R-D.com. And it's a really cool website. Basically, what you do is you go ahead and you visit tagboard.com and you put a hashtag in there. And what's really cool is it aggregates hashtag content across many different social networks. For example, um, the ones that I'm looking at right now include Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Google+. And they've also got Vine in there, and they've also got another one in there. I have no clue what it is. Now, what's really cool about the way it works is you enter your hashtag. For example, let's say your hashtag is our Social Media Success Summit, which would be SMSS13. And you can visit tagboard.com slash SMSS13 to see how this works. The first thing that comes up is obviously all the Twitter stuff that's going on, because in this particular case, there's lots of that activity. Um, But you can click on, for example, just Instagram, and you can see people on Instagram that are using this particular hashtag or Facebook. That's kind of cool because um, a lot of times it's really easy to find hashtag use or in Google Plus on Twitter because you can just go to search.twitter.com, but not so many people know how to get all this data aggregated into one place. So it just makes it really easy for you to kind of get the feeling at a very high level of what everyone is saying across a hashtag across the social networks. Now it doesn't really, um, it doesn't really, you know, kind of give you any kind of high level overarching statistics or sentiments or anything. It's just kind of the raw, um, actual tweets and updates across all these different things. But I think it's worth checking out. So check out tagboard.com and I think you'll probably find it pretty interesting. Now I'd like to share something else with you. Discover how to use social media to quickly grow your business at the largest online social media conference. Social Media Success Summit. Brought to you by Social Media Examiner. You'll join 3,000 fellow marketers and be led by 45 of the world's leading social media pros. Including Mari Smith, Chris Brogan, Jay Bear, Michael Hyatt, and marketers from Sony, Discovery Channel, and General Electric. All live from your computer. You'll discover powerful business building tactics and proven social media marketing tips facebook linkedin twitter pinterest google plus youtube blogging podcasting and video marketing take your social media and content marketing to an entirely new level discount tickets are limited visit socialmediasummit13.com to secure your ticket today yeah so just want to give you a couple quick updates um social media success summit is going insanely crazy We've never had this kind of response, which is really awesome. Now, if you're thinking about attending, uh, I just want to give you kind of a little narrow 
uh, exposure into just one of the many things that's going on. Um, let's say you're thinking about getting into Pinterest marketing. Well, what's really cool is we've got a lot of great content on that. For example, how to run successful Pinterest contests. Uh, and that's taught by Melanie Duncan. Another one is how to use Pinterest for more traffic, leads, and sales. And that's by Cynthia Sanchez from the Oh So Pinteresting podcast. And another one is how big businesses do Pinterest marketing. That's led by Beth Hayden, and she's going to be joined by marketers from Whole Foods and from Target. So this will be a really great opportunity for you to really not just learn about Pinterest, but all the other social networks. We've just got, gosh, I've lost track how many, about 45 different presenters. So it's pretty exciting, completely online, no travel required. Be sure to go visit socialmediasummit13.com. One more thing, if you have a social media question that you would like to be uh, answered potentially on this podcast, you can submit your question from your computer. It's very easy. You just visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash voicemail, and there'll be a little thing, and it will allow you to record your question. You've got to keep it short and to the point, and if I like the question, I will include it on a future episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. Kind of fun. All right. Well, with that, let's transition over to today's interview on Instagram. I know it was extremely enlightening for me, and I think you might find great value in it. To help simplify your social safari, here's this week's special guest. I'm very excited to be joined by Sue B. Zimmerman. If you don't know who Sue is, she is known as the Instagram gal, and she helps businesses use Instagram to find their ideal customers. She's used Instagram herself to increase traffic to her Cape Cod retail boutique, and it's helped her increase that by 40% over the last 12 months, which is pretty darn impressive. Sue, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Mike. Happy to be here. So today, Sue and I are going to explore Instagram and how it could help your business. Now, Sue, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I've used Instagram briefly on my iPhone. And frankly, I didn't get it. <laughs> I knew that I could take pictures with it and run filters on it, but I just, I, I didn't understand what everybody was talking about. But to be, you know, honest, I didn't get Twitter at first either <laughs> back in the day. So let's step back for a lot of people that maybe do not understand the value of Instagram. Why should marketers consider it? Um, well, what I'd like to just say before we go right into that is I, too, um, didn't know what Instagram was until over a year ago when my twin daughters um, were on it, and I was curious what it was. So I've been on it for over a year, and why I know that marketers should consider it, you know, for the one simple reason, it's mobile. So you, you can directly um, communicate people you know, that you want to build trust and credi credibility um, for your business. And in, in my opinion, there's no better way for people to do it other than to see what you're up to. Um, so let's, and, yeah, let's explore that a little bit. So just kind of break it down. Like, like what is Instagram? I mean, describe it to people that maybe aren't using it. Well, it's a free mobile app that you can download um, on your iPhone or the Android. It's not yet available on the BlackBerry. And basically, it's an app that allows you to share photos or videos with your target market. And um, it's really quick, and it's really easy, and it's really fun. So um, 
my experience was I took pictures and they've got a bunch of filters, right? Which is, I mean, I think if, if I think about the name Instagram, it kind of says to me, it's like an instant telegram, you know, but it's with a picture. It's almost like when I first saw it, I was thinking, what is this thing, a postcard app? I mean, that was kind of how I thought about it. Mm-hmm. And the filters, aren't there just like a whole bunch of filters that you can run on pictures? And is that kind of what makes it fun? And is that why so many people seem to use it? Yes, the fil- there's 20 filters, and you can certainly um, have fun being somewhat a, of a photographer, if you will, by changing those filters. Um, but for marketers and business people, um, more importantly, it's the hashtags and the at mentions, which we can get into um, as we go along. But the filters make it fun and make people um, portray themselves as a photographer. Now, um since it is kind of a photo app, can you do more than just simply use photos? For example, could somebody who has photoshopped a um, cool graphic use Instagram or does it have to be like a, a raw picture they take with their phone? Oh, you can absolutely use any kind of image on Instagram. I have a graphic team that puts together awesome quotes for me that I use. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, so and that's one of the the types of images that gets the most likes and comments to be honest are are my quotes. Um which is interesting, but that's just one of many different images that you can share and connect to your target market. So so then let's step back for a second. So um a lot of people listening to this podcast are probably familiar with Pinterest. Can you kind of explain how Instagram and Pinterest you know, they seem kind of similar to me. Are they similar? Um, how do they differ? What's your thoughts on that? Um, well, I think they are somewhat similar, but very different. And I want to preface this with, I teach Pinterest classes. I love Pinterest and I have a very active account and use it very successfully for my boutique. Um, and both Pinterest and Instagram have grown into their own incredibly thriving communities. Um, Basically, in Instagram, you can tell a story. Um, You can show like quick fleeting interactions with photos or videos. And when I say quick, I will tell you that as soon as I upload an Instagram image, within seconds, someone has liked it, which means they've tapped it and a heart shows up. Um, In Pinterest, you basically tell people what you like. You curate your boards and um, you, you tell people what you like and it allows you to highlight Um, what you like, mostly what is already online um, versus Instagram. It's kind of you in the moment and seizing opportunities as they are presented to you. And an example of that for me to share with the listeners is at my seasonal boutique on Cape Cod, when I have happy customers come in and purchase merchandise, I always say, hey, let's do an Instagram. And they smile and everyone's on a great in a great mood because they're on vacation on Cape Cod. And we do an Instagram and I'm able to share with my network what my customers like, what they're buying, and just create that kind of fun mood of what it feels like when you shop at my store. Does that make sense? Totally. So um, just so I can wrap my head around this a little bit. So um, Instagram, I'm assuming there must be some sort of a follower kind of thing with Instagram. Um, For example, is there a bunch of people that follow your boutique? Is that how it gets kind of out there, so to speak? Yes. And the way that people follow you or find you is through the hashtags that you use when you describe 
the image or video that you upload. Ah, so elaborate on that a little bit. Okay, so um, so depend. I'm just going to use what I'm doing as an example because I think that'll be the easiest way to to go through yeah, the process. Sure. So when I upload an image, okay, for example, I'm here today at the Falmouth Road Race on Cape Cod, and I just did a video, and I made sure to hashtag the uh, words Falmouth Road Race. Subi Do, because that's the name of my boutique, Cape Cod, because that's where it's located. And I hashtagged a few other items um, of, of merchandise that I'm selling. But for the sake of being um, clear here, I, I hashtagged my business name, a location, and the event. Now, there are people that follow certain hashtags on Instagram. And you can be sure that people that are uh, working the social media um, account for the Falmouth Road Race are watching that hashtag and seeing what's being curated on Instagram so they can interact with those images. So um, same with Cape Cod. And every time I upload an image and use the hashtag Cape Cod, um, there's one in particular business, the Cape Cod Guide, that always likes or comments my images because what they do is sell ads in their guidebook. So people are looking for certain hashtags depending on what industry that, you know, they want to um, stay on top of, okay. top of mind. Okay, so um, so the hashtag is kind of the way to get discovered on Instagram. And then once people like the kinds of pictures that you're putting together on Instagram, um, they can like it and then they can also follow you. That's what I hear you saying. And if they follow you, does that mean they're more likely to see the future Instagram pictures without having to do the hashtag? Yes. So once you start following an account, it shows up. It's very similar to Facebook um, in the feed, in the um, in your home button, which is the button on the far left. It, when you scroll that, you see all the images of other accounts that you are following. Gotcha. So th this is why you see primarily kids like on their phones, like scrolling through their Instagrams, like they're just looking um, for things that they like. And and from a business perspective, when an image caps, you know, gets your attention or words on an image get your attention, you you would double tap on that image, and that means that you've liked it. And you can choose to click into the account and see if you really want to follow them um, or you can unfollow them or follow them at any time just by tapping on the follow button. Okay. So one of the questions going through my mind, and I'm sure others that are listening right now is um, what kind of company does Instagram ideally work for? Is it limited to certain kinds of businesses? In my humble opinion, I think I could put together a strategy for absolutely any kind of business. Um, I have worked with clients who are real estate agents, um, coaches, meaning life or business or health coaches. I've worked with authors, um, people in the food industry, definitely in the fitness industry. I've worked with photographers and, of course, retailers. Um, I feel very confident that I could put together a strategy that's visual for any business. Okay. So what I hear you saying is if you are in a business where there's lots of natural visual stuff, then Instagram would probably be great for you without, you know, having to create a lot of stuff. But even if you're in the business to business world, because of what you mentioned earlier, um, in the same way that Pinstagram could be used in the B2B world, 
um, the creation of pictures, uh, you know, with some art direction behind the scenes could be very valuable. Um, so it's not like you just have to have physical things to take pictures of, right? Right. Absolutely. Um, one of the things I say to people in a service-based industry, a B2B, is like the feeling that your clients get after working with you. So it might be a very like zen, um, you know, I can picture like rocks stacking on the beach or like the the vacation that you get to go to based on the experience of success that you have from working with that client. Um, so it's not literally the products that you sell. Could be metaphors. Um, it can be the feelings that you get, which are visual feelings and sunsets and beautiful um, pictures of the ocean and nature gets a lot of likes and endorsements because obviously everyone loves looking at at nature and animals and you know it's not just business and that I mean for me the essence of Instagram is really sharing what you are most passionate about visually, not only what has to do with your business or your brand or your industry, but you as an individual. And when people, as you know, get to connect and feel like they know you online, um, when they meet you offline, it's just so much easier to start that conversation. They feel like they know you, they like you, they're trusting you. And um, the connection is just so much more engaging. And because, Michael, I will say this uh, to the listeners, you can like and comment, you can comment on every Instagram. And in Instagram, the comments are always there under the photo. And there's not a lot of noise. It's just like, here's the photo, here are the comments. And you can read what other people's comments are and connect to other um, followers for that particular post because you're sharing some interest with a post and you can start seeing other people that are commenting on that post and you might want to click in and start following that person because you both like this post and maybe they are someone that would you'd like to have in your network. Do you know, um, have there, let's think like of businesses that you've seen that are doing really creative stuff. Um, Maybe there's some big brand or a brand that nobody's ever heard of before, but can you give an example or two, a couple quick examples of some creative businesses that are just doing really cool stuff with Instagram? Yeah, um, for sure. One of my favorite businesses, super uber creative, is Birchbox. Um, They have 48,000 followers, and they do a really great job at showcasing their products. Um, Which are what? Which it, it's jewelry. It's oh, okay. jewelry. It's a subscription-based box that you get once a month with not just jewelry. It's it's um, jewelry and makeup and little sample sizes of goodies that come to you for a subscription. I think it's ten dollars a month, gotcha. and it comes to your door once a month. And um, they do a wonderful job at at posting on Instagram. I recently did a Google Hangout with the owner of Simple Green Smoothies, and they have a hundred and seventy thousand followers because their photos are the most delicious, gorgeous images of smoothies with all the ingredients of how to make them. Cool. And that is such added value. So it's like Um, an infographic almost, right? Because it's got like, here's how to make it kind of thing. Absolutely. Here's yeah. how to make it. Here's what it looks like. And here are all the health benefits. And, um, they just, she does a one, 
I mean, 170,000 followers in, I think, a year it took her to get that many, which is insane. Now, what are the Birchbox <laughs> people doing? Because I don't think we heard that. What are they doing that's unique? Is it just the way they're taking the pictures of what's in the box? Yeah, they're, they're styled in a very fashionable way. Um, so it's like really pretty eye candy. Um, and I would stop and look at the photo and kind of see how they're staging it. Anyone that's in the fashion industry or follows, um, you know, specifically like nail polish, makeup, um, and, and they just do a really great job with showcasing their products. Have you heard anything about the demographics of Instagram? Is it predominantly like Pinterest where it's kind of overwhelmingly female? Or do you know anything about what the demographics, users' demographics might be? Um, I don't know exactly what the ratio is, but there are certainly more men on Instagram than Pinterest. I do ah, know that. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, good. Go ahead. Can I mention two other brands that I think yeah. the listeners will really love to follow? Sure. Um, one is someone that I just re- recently met when I was out at um, a conference in California, Experts um, Academy, Charlene Johnson, um, C-H-A-L-E-N-E. She's a fitness guru that does the most amazing how-to 15-second workout videos using Instagram. And she has 130 thousand followers and her 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 branding is spot on consistently um entertaining and i just love how she does her how to's wow yeah now you said um, there was two more um the other one everyone knows which is starbucks and what i love about starbucks they have they have 1.4 million followers but what i love about what starbucks is doing they're taking this huge brand that everyone knows about um, and really bringing it local. They're celebrating employees like behind the scenes um, and really giving shout outs and call outs to certain employees that are doing great, a great job. And I love how they're just taking it to the people. Do they Instead, have, do they have uh, accounts for each of their stores or is it kind of one master account? It's one master account. So they're just kind of highlighting unique things that are going on in their stores and with their employees around the country. Yeah. They're really celebrating the people, not the coffee. And I love that. I think that's, that's cool. a really nice opportunity to, to, you know, do behind the scenes, um, about your business. And people really like to know like how you operate your business, right? Like it was really cool when you showed me the picture of you with your headphones and your mic and this <laughs> is how we do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's cool. Now, um, you mentioned, um, the, the fitness gal doing a 15 second video. So, um, that is a perfect transition to my next question. Um, I know that Instagram recently came out with this 15-second video thing. Um, I don't know if it was in response to Twitter's uh, six-second Vine or not, but the question is, um, what's your thoughts on video versus photographs? Uh, Can you share a little bit about that? Well, I was jumping up and down when they announced the 15-second video. I I think it's brilliant, um, and I'm so excited. I use it religiously at least once a day to show something because a video you can really capture so much more than a photo is audio part of it i'm just curious or is it just is it no no audio and just video no it's audio and video and i'll give an example i was having dinner um at a restaurant on the cape and a rainbow there was a rainbow and very rarely do we see rainbows here um and it was so bright and spectacular and the photo was okay but the video was amazing because the end of the rainbow was down on the water kind of overlooking Martha's Vineyard. And it was spectacular. Like it really showed the beauty of this gorgeous rainbow. Um, and not that that had anything to do with 
my brand or anything. Again, back to nature's beauty and, and people really enjoying seeing that. Um, so the video was really cool to capture that. But um, this morning or yesterday, um, Instagram announced not only can you take your 15-second video, um, you can now upload any video that you've created in your library to Instagram. As long so as it's 15 seconds, new, right? Yeah, that's news as of this morning. I actually tweeted that this morning, huh. where which is great. So you don't have to spend time creating that video. You might have a little short clip of something that you wanted to share. Well, that's intriguing because that... that um that does open up the opportunity for the the video pros that are listening to create some really cool stuff, right? Um, using all, all sorts of just like, you know, they're behind the scenes, you know, whatever video creation tools that they have to create stuff that you couldn't just do, obviously, with an iPhone. Now, um, I do want to ask this question. What's kind of the marketer's angle on, on this video? How should marketers, I mean, obviously it makes sense from a user perspective if you're all about sharing all cool stuff, but have you seen any marketers doing anything interesting with the video? Um, I know you mentioned the gal that was doing the workout. Um, I guess what comes to my mind is, does it allow you to click on something to go to the workout also, or is it just all contained inside the video? Okay. That's a great question. Um, I'm going to share one more follower after I answer that. Um, so when, this is really cool. You're going to love this. And so is an Amy Porterfield from Facebook. <laughs> so when you uh, write a description using the correct hashtags for the image, you can type in the URL of where you want to send someone. Now, on Instagram, it is not live when you click it. But if you share that to Facebook, that URL is live. On Instagram or on Facebook? On Facebook. Okay. And w one of the beautiful features of Instagram is that you can share it to multiple platforms. You can share it to Facebook. You can share it to Twitter. You can share it to Foursquare. You can share it to Tumblr. Or you could simply just email that image to someone that you want to share it to in an email that, that might not be on the other platforms. Okay, so this is an important distinction. So the Instagram app itself really is designed to keep you within the app, right? It's not like you're going to be able to use this. Um, we're going to talk about the integration with Facebook in just a second. But within the app itself, um, and I'm sure a lot of mobile users are using the app, uh, if you're going to create videos that are just inside the app, it sounds like you need to create them in such a way that's going to maybe help uh, evangelize your business or maybe build loyalty with your following, not necessarily as something designed to get them to go and do something outside the app. Is that possibly true just within uh, the app? I mean, you can certainly put a call to action and use those hashtags that we mentioned and you can at mention people um, that gotcha. they so they you can get, get more followers. Gotcha. Yeah. If you at mention someone and, you know, you're kind of hoping that they have the same name on Twitter as they do on Instagram, which is not always the case because people sometimes can't get both of the names in both locations. But when you at mention someone, so maybe you did a video and you really want to get someone's attention, whether it was a client or, I don't know, a competitor or just someone, someone on Instagram, you can at mention them in the post and they will get a notification that you did that always in the in the chat button which is the the chat button with the heart in it it's the second one from the the right okay cool now um so i guess just to circle back to to video versus photos um uh 
since most people are probably remote when they're using, you know, Instagram because they're taking pictures of stuff, they may not have a Wi-Fi connection. Are you finding people are more likely to watch and share videos or or photos? Um, what's your thoughts on that? Well, because the videos are relatively new, um, you generally see more photos, but I'm seeing more and more videos, especially with people who are comfortable doing them. Um, I do know that this is such a great solution to people that have such a heart attack about creating their own videos and doing the whole, you know, upload to YouTube and sharing videos. It's just 15 seconds instead of a big production and it's on your handheld. Um, So I'm seeing more and more videos um, and I want the listeners to follow this amazingly talented young artist that I just discovered. Her name is Rachel Ryle, R-Y-L-E. She does the most amazing illustrated Instagram videos. And I'm going to have a conversation with her. It's it's talent like I've never seen before on Instagram. That's and so awesome. I just, yeah, I want you to make sure that everyone gets to watch what she's doing. When you make a video with Instagram, is it just literally um, push the record button and stop the record button and you're done? Or can you kind of push it and stop it and push it and stop it to do kind of like stop animation kind of stuff? Exactly. It is stop animation. So so again, if you keep, if you do the video within Instagram, you can hold it and stop it. So that makes it kind of fun because you can cut in and out of things that you want to capture and kind of run around your office or wherever you are to capture all those people or things that you're talking about. If you upload it directly from your library, clearly you're not going to have that option. But the start and stop is really fun. And that's what makes it really super creative in, in Instagram. Can you switch cameras too? Like, you know how the iPhone has a front-facing and a rear-facing camera? So maybe you could, yes, like, you can. You could have yes, your face you in there and say, I'm about to show you something really cool, and then switch the other camera? Yes, and to that point, when I rollerblade um, with my dog, yes, I'm kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I used to do it with my twins when they were in a stroller, but that was a long time ago. But when I rollerblade, I'm like, this is how you. This is how I roll in the morning. I'm an entrepreneur. you got to get that workout in. So I show my skates. I show my face. I show my dog, and it's it's entertaining. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about this uh, integration with Facebook. Um, I know that uh, on the desktop platform, um, it's probably a pretty simple integration, right? I mean, the videos and the, and, the, and the photos just literally show up in your Facebook news feed. But, I mean, is that true or is there more to it? I mean, what's how is that integration? Um, so when – after you've – well, here, here, when you create an Instagram, you can decide – where you want that to go. And the great news for people that have multiple Facebook pages, meaning their own personal profile page and more than one business page like I do. I have three different business pages. So you can decide where you want that Instagram to go. There is a setting button that you can click on and um, it'll publish. Which, it'll publish to all of them or what them or whatever no, you want. No, the one that you choose. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Fabulous. Because so many people were struggling with, Ugh, why is this going to my personal page? I really want it to go to my business page. Um, and that is huge. Um, there, you know, most people think that there's just five buttons on Instagram, but in my online course, I t- there's 50 buttons, five Oh, not wow. five. So there's a lot of functionality and features. Now, um, I don't know if they fixed this or not, but I know on the Facebook mobile app, um, I wasn't able to watch the videos um, within Facebook. I think it forces you to pull up Instagram. Do you do you know whether they've fixed that or not? 
Oh, that's a good question. I have not checked to see if the videos go live on Instagram. I'm pretty um, sure they I'm pretty I'm I'm almost positive you can see them in your news feed and maybe it's the desktop client, I can't remember, but there was some sort of deal where it was like, okay, it's like, okay, it's teasing me. There it is in the Facebook news feed, but for whatever reason cuz I don't have Instagram, I can't watch the darn thing. I hope they get uh, that I hope they get that figured out. My next question is Instagram also has a web interface, right? So you don't just have to Can you explain what the difference is between the web interface and 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 the mobile app? Sure. So you can get on your desktop, laptop, and certainly pull up your Instagram account. And it, the interface is, is somewhat different, but you can comment, like, and connect to other people's accounts, um, just like you can on your phone. Um, the real exciting thing about the desktop is that you can go into Statagram, which is a place where you can analyze all of your Instagram data. I'm talking about everything you do, what people when people engage, why they engage, what filters you use, what the statistics are for everything you do. And I, I, I explain this in detail as well. But that for people that really are data conscious and want to look at numbers, that's really cool. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, do you know if there's any kind of scheduling? Like, you know how Facebook allows you to schedule a post? Can you do any scheduling stuff? Or is it all pretty much like the second you publish it, it is it is what it is kind of thing with Instagram. Yeah, you cannot schedule it. And um, that's why it's like, it's in the moment, the fleeting. Like, it's very pictures. real time. Yeah, it's very, and, and you know what? I think that's why there's so much engagement and that's why people just absolutely love it. What's the lifespan of uh, Instagram? You know how like a tweet's got a really short lifespan? What's your thoughts on that? Well, I know what it is because I looked at my statogram. Um, I, I'm impressed that when you... Cr- for me, some okay. So I have. I'm just going to pull up my account on my smartphone just to give you the right number. So I have over 1,800 post images that I've created, and when people start following me, because every time someone new starts following you, you get a notification. Um, so when they start following me, I see that they've liked images that I've posted months ago. Oh, wow. um, they they kind of scrolled back to my chronological because it's all chronological how you post and they just like checking me out and tapping things and commenting um so there's a the lifetime of this is endless if people discover your account and really want to see your strategies and what you've done and how you create your instagrams and check your hashtags out they can just be spending some time on that page and scrolling down um it's but almost like it's, a blog. It's almost like blog entries, right? Except it's all images. Exactly, exactly. And people love images. They don't have time for long-winded, um, you know, incoming emails. And blo- I mean, the reading, I, I find that people can relate and connect to images a lot quicker than spending time reading a lot of words. Um, and not that one should replace the other. I just feel like the engagement on Instagram is greater than any other social media platform that I am on. And I am actively on every single platform. I'm not just on Instagram. I am on everything. So tell us, one of my last questions is about your Cape Cod Retail Boutique. Kind of tell us, what's the strategy? How are you, you mentioned that you're taking pictures when people come in the store. What else are you putting into that um, Instagram stream, so to speak, just so people can kind of be thinking strategically about how they might do it for their own business? Sure. So I know what my relevant hashtags are that the are the essence of my brand and words like preppy, nautical, anchor. Sometimes I hashtag the brands that I sell, Maui Gold, Gretchen Scott, um, Lemon and Line. So 
people follow brands too. So whenever I take product shots, I am sure to upload those brands or those um, adjectives that describe them. And people are following uh, Anchor, for, for example. Anchor has thousands and thousands of images and people love anchors and um you know I think it's the number one tattoo and so whenever I whenever I post anything with an anchor it's like all Americana everyone relates to anchors that's a huge um iconic um image so as a product I I hashtag that and people I have a lot of followers as you mentioned I have over 3,000 and a lot of those are from my customer base and they see what I'm posting, I announce new things that I'm getting in and they specifically walk in the door, show me the Instagram and say, I want to buy this. Wow. Now are you, did you set up like a little kind of studio and, and do you take these pictures, try to take them creatively or is it just literally you're just snapping pictures of them with your iPhone? Oh, it's definitely with my iPhone, but I will tell you this, just like Pinterest, my standards for photos are extremely high. If the photo isn't awesome, I'm not posting it. If it's blurry, it's definitely not there. I my, I want people You make to sure the like lighting's right. Thing. You probably spread out a little something and stick it on top of it, that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, I it, it's like it's my personal gallery. I I worship my Instagram images and I want people to land on me and say, "Oh my god, I love that. I want that." So you found it's really actually helped drive traffic into your store, huh? Without a doubt. That's awesome. Without a doubt, yes. Well, I know we've kind of been all over the map. There's a lot to talk about with Instagram. It is, you know, uh, kind of a foreign object for me and for a lot of people. And I just want to say thank you, Sue, for helping, you know, kind of, you know, demystify, if you will, Instagram. Um, Tell us where people can learn more about you and learn more about Instagram. Sure. So um, people can come on over to my website, Sue Zimmerman, Z-I-M-M-E-R-M-A-N.com. And that is also my Instagram handle name and my Twitter handle. And when you do, and if you sign up for my list, I do give away a free PDF on how to use Instagram for your business. And I just want to say I've been there. And what Sue Sue does, does that's really cool is she interviews other business people that are using Instagram and talks about what they're doing and what kind of success they've had. So uh, I would strongly recommend you visit her site and check it out. Sue, thank you so much for uh, joining me today. Oh, you're welcome. This is a lot of fun. Thank you, Mike. Well, I hope you got a lot out of that interview with Sue. I know Instagram is uh, definitely new for me, maybe new for you. Even though it's owned by Facebook, it's completely different, which is kind of intriguing. Um, Also want to mention that uh, you can get the show notes for this particular podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com slash 56, and you can also go there and ask any questions. Also want to remind you, socialmediasummit13.com is the URL for our big online mega conference, Social Media Success Summit. Please do check it out, socialmediasummit13.com. Also, if you've been a regular listener to the podcast or you're new, uh, I want to ask you to help us out. One easy way you can help us is by giving us a rating and or a review on iTunes. And the easiest way to do that is to visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash iTunes. Uh, When you're over there, if you're not already subscribing, you can hit the subscribe button. And it's very easy to do a rating review. You just basically look for the ratings and reviews button and uh, click on the stars. And if you're so inclined, write us a review. 
this does bring us to the end of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. My gosh, can't believe it. Yet another episode down. Many, many more to come. I am your host, Michael Stelzner. I will be back next week. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day. And may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner.